The following pre-recorded program is paid for by SSI Guardian. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg with your host, psychologist and author, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Living Well with Dr. Peg explores a variety of mental health, wellness, and safety topics brought to you by SSI Guardian. Living Well with Dr. Peg shares effective and practical psychological strategies based on biblical principles for living well and staying safe. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat. Visit drpegradio.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg. We're brought to you by our sponsor, SSI Guardian, who set the new standard in advanced safety education and solutions. You can learn more about SSI Guardian at ssiguardian.com. And we're coming to you from Denver, Colorado, on 94.7 FM, The Word, and streaming online at drpegradio.com. If you missed last week's episode or any episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, go to drpegradio.com for the program archives. And you can also go to drpegradio.com to connect with our sponsor and to learn more about my various events, retreats, and books. And I have my nonfiction writing and self-publishing one-day intensive workshop coming up. Did you have an interesting childhood, or do you have a special skill or ability? Or would you like to use your life experiences to inspire and educate others? If the answer is yes, become the author you've always dreamed of being. If you're not sure how to get started, or you've been working on the same book for years, or you want to learn how to self-publish your own book, plan to attend my upcoming one-day intensive workshop called Write That Nonfiction Book and Self-Publish It Already on Saturday, September 9th in Denver. Space is limited, so go to drpegradio.com slash write, that's W-R-I-T-E, and register today. Now I have a question for you. Has someone you don't know ever come up to you and given you a prophetic word from the Lord? How well do you understand prophecy? And what's God saying to you personally in this season of your life? My guest today is Patricia Assem who's ordained as a prophet by Global Change Network USA, and she's also a licensed social worker from England, and she flows powerfully in the prophetic. She's going to help us better understand what prophecy is and what God is saying in this season to us as believers. Patricia Assam, thanks so much for being with me in the studio today. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Dr. Pig, for having me on. Yeah, just a (laughs) blessing to have you. And uh, we actually know each other from church. We're both members at Colorado Christian Fellowship in Aurora, Colorado. Uh And we give a shout out to our pastor. (laughs) Hi, Pastor Phil, Miss Sylvia. Yes, (laughs) we'll have to tell them to make sure that uh, they're... They're tuning in. I'll I'll text uh, Apostle Phil right now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) giving him a shout out. Well, tell the listeners about yourself. Um, We hear your British accent, uh, (laughs) about your background and professional background, and then just your ministry and how you um, got on this path to become ordained as a prophet. Well, where do I start? (laughs) I was born in Ghana. Mm -hmm. Um, I was born in Ghana and raised in England. Mm -hmm. I... Then moved to Colorado in 2011 um, from the Lord's prompting. Mm. Um, But before then, I want to just touch on my childhood. Mm -hmm. I had a very difficult childhood um, where I had, by the time I was like 
13, I had had like six caregivers. I was moved from one place to it to the other mm. um, and endured a lot of abuse. So by the time I hit my young adulthood, I was very angry, very pessimistic. Mm. I attempted um, suicide a couple of times. I was really asking myself constantly, why am I here? What's my purpose? Why do I feel so unloved, so rejected mm. by the people that are meant to take care of me? Um, so I want to just go back a bit. In 1994, I made a vow to myself that this is it. I'm going to definitely take my life mm. because I felt like a failure. Um, even trying to take my life, I wasn't successful. And I just made a vow and verbally just said in my apartment, you know, whoever you are, God, whatever they call you, if you're real, this is what I'm going to do. This was about two weeks before my 24th birthday. Mm -hmm. And I met a lady on that day. I met a lady in an elevator to my apartment who turned around and said, the Lord said, give your heart to him mm -hmm. and he will turn things around. So for me, um, I was upset at that moment because I thought, oh, please, you don't know my life. If you knew, you wouldn't be telling me this. And I was a little bit upset with the lady, but the lady left the elevator. And before she left, she said, I just want you to know I have delivered the message mm. to you. As when she left, I was the only one in the elevator. The elevator suddenly became very heavy. It felt like I, someone else was in there with me, yet I was the only person in there. I went into my apartment. Someone had given me a Bible years ago. I didn't even know that I still had the Bible, but I noticed it in my bedroom. I reached out, picked up the Bible, and it fell out of my hand. And it opened to Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. And I'm telling you this as though it was just yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's so fresh in my spirit. Um, and it read, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will make your path straight. Mm. And when I heard, when I read that scripture, I asked verbally, I said, is this for me? And it was as though, again, someone was in my bedroom and said, yes, it's for you. Will you trust in me? And at that point, whether the person I was speaking to was Jesus or the Lord, I didn't know. But one thing I did know was I felt this overwhelming passion to know who this person is and to cut the long story short, that's when I committed myself to the Lord. Mm. Um, he encouraged me. He, um, I mean, I poured out my heart. I wasn't able to leave my apartment for three days. Mm. I was constantly sobbing, just asking questions about why my life was the way it was. And the Lord said, if you will trust me, I will move you to a level that you can never imagine it. Mm. You, it, you can even not have the capacity to dream it and I said Lord I will if you will show me how to love because I couldn't love I struggled mm. with trust I struggled with love um, so this was from 1994 and I did backslide <laughs> to be honest with you um, from 1994 to 2006 that was about that would be about 12 years I believe um, I did a lot of back and forth Back and forth with the Lord. Um, I became a kind of like a Christian who felt like reading the Bible. I only read the Bible when I felt like it. I went to church when I felt like it. I didn't know about tithing. I really wanted to be half one foot in with 
the Lord and one foot in the nightclub. <laughs> so I had this kind of like the Lord will pull me back to him and then I will go right back into the world. So finally, I mean, I was a high school dropout. I didn't mm. say this. I, I, I was jobless and things were really hard. But when I came to know the Lord, the Lord said, I want you to go back to school. And I said, me? Um, and he said, will you trust me? And I said, but Father, I've been told that I'll never amount to anything. I've been told that I'm not, I don't have anything to give and that my life is worthless. I've been told that. And the Lord just continually kept taking me to his scripture. He said, if you will take my word and you will obey it, I will lead you. I will instruct you. I will guide you. I will protect you. Will you trust me? And I said, okay, Father, show me how. So... What the Lord led me to do is because I was still seeking revenge for the people that hurt me. And, and these people included my parents. Mm. These people included extended family members who took the innocence that belonged to me as a child away from me. And <laughs> interestingly enough, the Lord showed me something. He took me to the book of um, the life of Joseph. And he said, Pat, look at the life of Joseph. Look at how he was mistreated by his brothers. But look at how I turned it out for him. Now, will you trust me to help you to let go, to forgive? And I said, Father, I don't know how I can do it. So he said, this is how we're going to do it. I want you to list the names of all the people that you believe have hurt you. And I want you to write letters to them individual letters and just pour out everything that if you were sitting in front of them you would tell them and after you are done i want you to burn i want you to burn those letters mm. find a safe place and burn those letters and the lord then said when you burn those letters as you see the smoke rise know that i have delivered you i have unburdened that hurt that seek that that desire to seek revenge from you you're going to feel as though you're walking on air like you're just floating in my love because i want you to unclench your fist the lord showed me a picture of i had one hand open to him to say yes lord i believe and i had the other mm. hand the, the other hand i had clenched my fist and said well this part of my life i don't want to let go because i really want to see these people pay for what they did to me but once i did that um wrote the letters and prayed on it committed it to the lord and surrendered amazingly i felt such an overwhelming peace that i can't describe but from from then on, I was able to hear the Lord clearly and he was able to share with me and reveal to me in dreams. And also he had people come over to me and tell me things that I wasn't maybe at the time prepared to hear through his scriptures. And he just brought godly people in my life to pray with me, to teach me how I can develop a godly character in him. Mm. Now, this 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 is this has been a process. I'm still in the journey. You know, no mm -hmm. one has arrived. We know that no one is perfect. But I I want to say that I didn't know that I had been called to be a mouthpiece mm -hmm. for God. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that, but I do remember that in March of 2008, 
I was going through a lot of struggles. I had done some stuff I shouldn't have done. I almost lost my home in England. I had stopped tithing. I had just become someone who was just interested in making so much money. Because having told you about how I was a school dropout, mm -hmm. the Lord put me back into school, gave me the wisdom and the ability to excel. I completed a degree in social work. I became a social worker, making a great deal of money in England. I thought that I was all that in a bag of chips. Mm -hmm. So I neglected my duty to honor the Lord with everything that he has given me, including my children. Um, and let me let me interrupt you, uh, Pat. You're, mm -hmm. you're, we're listening to Pat Assem, who's an ordained prophet, uh, ordained by Global Change Network USA, uh, here by way of England, uh, sharing her testimony and um, sharing this path that God has put you on and cultivated and, and released this gift, as you put it, of being a mouthpiece for the Lord. So mm -hmm. we'll be learning about the prophetic and learning about uh, some of the, the unique ways in which God has, has worked in your life. So uh, continue, Pat. Yes. Yeah, so in 2008, um, the Lord took me to um, Zachariah. And let's see, I, I wrote it here. Is Zachariah, do you have your Bible here for me? I don't. I'm okay, sorry. let me just I go into my, my Bible gateway here. Bible. <laughs> um, but I, I just thought, oh my goodness, is this for me? So it's Zechariah mm -hmm. 3, um, verse 1 through to... Zechariah 3, Yes, one. verse 1 through to... Mm -hmm. Let's see. I just want to make sure that I'm giving you the mm -hmm. right one. No problem. So, so it was verse 1 through to 9, and the part that the Lord wanted me to focus on is um, where he said to me, um, "The angel of the, this is verse 2, then the angel of the Lord said, the Lord says that you are wrong and he will continue to correct you. I'm reading from the easy reading um, version. Um, the Lord has chosen Jerusalem to be his special city, and he saved that city. It's like a burning stick pulled from the fire. Verse 3, Joshua was wearing a dirty robe as he stood in front of the angel. Then the angel said to the other angel standing near, take those dirty clothes of Joshua. Then the angel spoke to Joshua and said, now I have taken away your guilt, and I am giving you a new change of clothes. Then the Lord said, then I said, sorry, put a clean turban on his head. So they put the clean turban on the head and also put clean clothes on him while the Lord's angel stood there. Then the Lord said to, said, then the Lord's angel said this to Joshua. This is what the Lord Almighty, powerful in all his ways said, live the way I tell you and do everything I say and you will be in charge of my temple. You will take care of its courtyard. You will be free to go anywhere in my temple, just as these angels stand in there. Mm. Now, when the Lord gave me this scripture in 2008, I didn't have a clue what it was about. But I said, okay, Father, I don't know why you're giving me this particular scripture. But the Lord kept putting it in my spirit that you are going to use what happened to you in your past as a testimony to what I am doing in your life. Again, I didn't know that this was 
going to be a prophetic ministry. Mm -hmm. All I do know was the Lord was taking some stuff out of me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he gave me that. And he also, I prayed and I said, Father, I want you to bring a prayer partner into my life because I didn't really know how to pray. I I thought prayer was something that is very religious. You have to be in a different specific position and all that. But Holy Spirit said to me, no, Pat, the way you're having a conversation with me, that's prayer. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. is prayer. I want to be able to speak to my children and I want them to be willing to listen. And I want it to be a two-way street. I don't want my children to treat me like a microwave where they come to me with a list and say, okay, Lord, this is what I want. And then, okay, amen. And then they go off and do their thing. The Lord said, the way you take time to find out about my heart and want to know how to pray according to my heart, that's what I want all my children to do. And again, like I said, this was all through the process because I still had some issues that the Lord was trying was helping me to to, to go through. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I got into a marriage that the Lord had not told me to get married <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to a particular individual that the Lord told me, no, don't do it. But I pretended that I didn't hear the mm. Lord. The Lord even gave my prayer partner a dream about this man and how the marriage was going to turn out. But again, I was disobedient. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and married And the marriage was very difficult. Within a few months of the marriage, here I am running to the Lord, crying and saying, Father, I want out. Mm. And um, the Lord said, "Um, no, you're going to stay in. You're going to pray for your husband. He is the head of the household. And I know submission is difficult for you, but you're going to submit to him because as you submit to him you'll be honoring me and the lord reminded me also that pat the decision you took was not the decision i had for you but you've taken it anyway but if you will stay in me and remain in me i will turn things around for you will you trust me that that's a recurring (laughs) admonition and request from the lord trust me don't trust in your own ways yes will you trust me and and the lord led me to fast and pray for my husband and do all the dutiful godly wife service that i needed to do unfortunately my husband had other plans and Due to that, the marriage fell apart. Now, this happened in 2011. So I'm going to go back to the process that mm-hmm. the Lord led me to relocate here. Mm-hmm. And then let me interject there, Pat, because I, I, I'm sure so many of our listeners can relate mm-hmm. to your story and your testimony and your life and this mm-hmm. journey. And just because we pray yes. and we fast and we're obedient and yes. we hear from the Lord and it doesn't work out the way we want it doesn't mean that it's been for nothing. That God is working something in us often. And he does say he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are (laughs) called according to his purpose. And so I'm hearing a recurring theme of um, the Lord asking you to to obey, Mm. to trust, and you asking him to show you how. How? And that it is this two-way conversation. I always define communication as I speak, you listen, you speak, 
Yes. I listen. It's it's both. <laughs> and so we're hearing that that thread, and I'm sure that our listeners can really relate to what you're saying. So continue to t- talk about the process of what the Lord is developing in you. Yes. And then we'll talk more about the prophetic gift. But it <laughs> sounds like he's having to clean some things up <laughs> and um, do some things with your heart and your faith and your trust and your obedience and your mm-hmm. relationship with him mm-hmm. in order for him to use you in the ways that he's using you today. Yes, Dr. Peg, you're so right. Um, As you're speaking, I was just um, thinking about the times the Lord said, you know, you are in this marriage because I want to teach you about long suffering. Mm. And I thought, wow. (laughs) Okay, Father. (laughs) So um, for me, the marriage um, allowed me to grow um, patience, Mm -hmm. allowed me to honor the Lord, not based on how I felt, but go with what scripture is saying. What is the Lord saying? There is always a season. We we don't have to be in the same class of trials and testing. Mm-hmm. The Lord said, when you move to the next level of through this trial, and don't don't forget that I'm I'm with you through it. Mm-hmm. You think you might be on your own, but I'm with you through it. And and Father also showed me a way to overcome the difficulties. He said, whenever you're going through struggles, I want you to praise me more than you will ever praise me where every, when everything is going so well. It's like it's the praises is more powerful mm. when you're struggling to praise. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Father, but I don't have a voice. You know, I, I can't really sing. He said, who told you you can't sing? You can sing. Mm-hmm. And besides, the gift I have given you is to, to honor me and to serve me. So whether you can sing, whether you can't sing, whether you can dance, whatever it is, I want you to take that step of faith and do it anyway. Even if you have to crawl to praise me, crawl to praise me. If you have to stay in bed to praise me, stay in bed to... He, he, he basically taught me that whatever position you're in, mm. if you honor me with your heart and praise me and just let go, focus on me, hear my voice and obey me, I will move mountains Amen. for you. Mm-hmm. And one thing that came to mind while you were speaking to Pat and along those lines is there are always lessons right where we are. <laughs> yes. No matter what's actually happening, there's something we can learn. Mm. There's a, there, it's a space to draw closer to God. So right where we are, yes. as you're saying, wherever we are, we can praise him. We can be in communion with him. We can learn oh, yes. and be conformed into his image. Yes. But I wanted to actually um, touch on how um, I ended up coming here. Mm-hmm. In December of 2010, the Lord gave me a dream. Um, and in the dream, I was walking on a bridge and the bridge had gaps. And so I had to hop um, from one section to the other so I don't fall in the water underneath the bridge. So as I did that, I noticed there were, I mean, I leaned over the bridge and I noticed that there were fish, lots of fish. There were really huge fish um, just splashing in water. They looked so happy. And at that moment, my husband said to me, look over there and see, go over to the lady and ask her where you and the kids are going to live. And I went over to the lady and the lady was making fun of my accent. So I kind of like ignored her and walked back to where I was leaning over the bridge and just walked, watching the fish do their thing. And at that moment, Holy Spirit said to me, I want you to take a good look at that woman again. 
And I turned, I looked, and I noticed the woman was limping. And so I ran over to her and I said, the same woman that was being um, difficult to me um, was limping. And I asked her, can I help you? So just as I said that, she fell on my arm and I noticed a wound on her right leg and I started to attend to the wound. At that moment, my husband said again, ask her if she knows where you and the kids can live. And and we'll get the answer to that question when we return. Uh, You're hearing the voice of Pat S.M., and she is an ordained prophet with Global Change Network USA. She's also a licensed social worker from England, and we're hearing her testimony. We're hearing about her life. Uh, We're hearing about her struggles, and we're hearing about how God drew her into intimacy and fellowship with him and uh, taught her to learn to trust and obey him. And we're going to continue hearing her story and testimony and talk about this gift of prophecy, how God uses many of us to be his mouthpiece. We'll be back. Don't go away. This is Denver's all new 94.7 FM, The Word. One needs to look no further than today's headlines to understand the threats facing American schools. They remain soft targets for violent threats, and yet our schools go largely underprepared. Our children deserve the highest level of education in the safest learning environment possible. The SSI Guardian QAL, or Quick Action Lockdown, is the fastest and safest way to lock down a classroom. This revolutionary device provides schools with maximum locking protection while meeting all safety, fire, and building codes. Designed by the leading lock experts in the world, the QAL is the only lock that meets Department of Homeland Security primer recommendations. SSI Guardian QAL now makes classroom lockdowns fast and safe with the red button. As a parent, you have every right to demand that your child is afforded the best classroom protection. Take action today by calling SSI Guardian at 877-878-5800 or go to guardianprotect.com. That's guardianprotect.com. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Trump was in Virginia this morning to commission the new USS Gerald R. Ford. In remarks aboard aboard the new aircraft carrier, Mr. Trump called on Congress to approve higher military spending so the U.S. can build, quote, the best equipment. House and Senate negotiators have reportedly reached an agreement on a sweeping Russia sanctions package to punish Moscow for meddling in the election and its military aggression in Ukraine and Syria. The bill also includes stiff economic penalties against Iran and North Korea. Iraqi intelligence and investigative officials say a German teenager who was found in Iraq after running away from home after converting to Islam a year ago is in good health. Officials say the 16-year-old girl was too stunned to speak on the day of her arrest, but is now in a better condition. Iraqi officials say her interrogation will begin next week, and they'll bring in German translators. This is SRN News. 94.7 FM, The Word. It's Eric and Angel inviting you to join us as we broadcast Crosswalk Live Thursday, July 27th. Join us as we celebrate the grand opening of Kid to Kid in North Glen from 4 to 6. Kid to Kid is a family-friendly resale shop. They'll have huge prizes, a shopping spree giveaway, and up to 80% off during the grand opening. So come join us live from Kid to Kid located in North Glen off I-25 and 104 next to the Dollar Tree on Melody Drive. See you there. Hi, it's Peter Boyles. What made me decide to get my hair in check? Well, not being over here, my grandson was one... 
Not only that, I couldn't hear him. I couldn't hear other people as well. Female voices, high frequencies. I went to Hearing Rehab Center, met the top-notch audiologist, and got a full hearing evaluation. And guess what? I can't hear. The same day, they fit with invisible hearing aids. And wow, what a difference it's made. Now, if you're constantly struggling to hear your loved ones, turn the TV up. You can't hear. Hearing Rehab Center, the test is there. 303-800-9942. Schedule your complimentary hearing evaluation or visit them online. www.hearingrehabcenter.com. I'm Trina Webster. And I'm Dan Webster, founders of Z-Quiet. Let me be honest, I snored. Yeah, he did. Crazy loud. I was forced to sleep on the couch most nights. Dan tried everything, including surgery to solve his snoring problem. Nothing worked. So we turned to experts and created a solution that's a total game changer. A mouthpiece called Z-Quiet. Not just any mouthpiece, one that gently opens the airway where the snoring happens. In fact, it's based on the same technology as treatments costing thousands of dollars. It allows natural jaw movement so you can talk, breathe normally, and best of all, sleep comfortably without making a sound. And what's really cool is that it couldn't be easier. Just pop it in before you go to sleep to kick snoring out of bed. So you can sleep quiet with Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Welcome back, everyone. My guest is Patricia Assem, and she's ordained by Global Change Network USA as a prophet and flows powerfully in the prophetic. She's also a licensed social worker from England. And um, we're going to be talking about the prophetic gift and what God wants us to know in this season. And it's so important, Pat, when we're looking at the prophetic and especially um, uh, a prophet who's in a leadership role, Mm -hmm. character is important. Yes. Um, How the person lives is important. And so it's so relevant. uh, And I thank you for sharing your testimony doesn't mean we have to have this perfect uh, <laughs> life, right? Unblemished life. And that we can't ever have made mistakes to be called to be the Lord's mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your testimony is an example of that, how God uh, redeems everything. That's and true. so you were sharing how you came to the U S from England um, uh, with a dream that, that the Lord had given you. Yes. So, um, I was attending to the this lady's wound, and my husband said, "Ask her where you and the kids um, can live." So just as I asked the lady, she pointed. She used her hand, pointed to the right, and the next scene of the dream, my palm, my right hand was opened, and a bunch, a bunch of keys, different sizes, different colors, fell in my hand. So when I woke up, I the Lord had taught me to journal. So I have a dream journal, and every time I he speaks to me, I journal. If he gives me a dream, I journal. So when I woke up, Holy Spirit just prompted me and reminded me of the dream. And I said, Father, I want to understand what this dream means. So the Lord gave me the wisdom to jot down the specific areas in the dream, one of them being the bridge with the gaps. And he said the bridge refers to your relocation to the United States. The gaps is going to, it means that you're going to be faced with a lot of difficulties. The woman with a wound means I have given you a ministry 
where of wounded people, you're going to be speaking into their lives and you're going to be giving me glory. You're going to share your testimony mm. to, to, to empower and edify other believers and even unbelievers to come to know me. Mm. Um, the fish and the water is about cleansing. And and then the bunch of keys, the, the Lord said, I have given you the, the power to open any door and to close any door. Mm. And as the Lord was giving me all these, I said, okay, Father, so what is this about? He said, you are going to take that step of faith and move to England, I mean, to, to the US. U.S. from England. And I said, but Father, I don't know anyone there. You know, I don't have family. And the Lord said, I will bring people into your life. You're going to be fine. But one thing the Lord did not tell me when he gave me the inter interpretation of the dream was why my husband said, "Where?" ask the lady where you and the kids are going to mm -hmm. live. Because within a month of arriving here, my husband abandoned me and the kids. Mm. And so anyway, fast forward, I ended up at Colorado Christian Fellowship in an amazing way where I was looking for a home church, didn't want to just go into any church. So I said to the Lord, if you will show me the church, I will go. And so I met a lady having her hair done uh, somewhere in um, Havana Street. And I was ministering to these ladies who were Muslims that they should give themselves to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Unbeknown to me, there was a lady from CCF, Colorado Christian Fellowship, also having her hair done. And fast forward six months later, this same lady met me at Walmart and said, hey, have you found a home church? I said, no. She invited me to Colorado Christian Fellowship. I said to the Lord, if this is the place you want me to give to, to be, um, be my home church, then I want you to give the pastor who preaches three scriptures. <laughs> give me those three scriptures. And if the man of God or woman of God uses it, then that's my home church. And that's exactly what the Lord did. <laughs> now, that, that's a, a fleece if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> and so when um, Pastor Phil, I had never met this man before, um, said, if anyone wants to join the church, come forward. I said, come on, kids. This is it. Mm -hmm. And the kids were like, Mom, we're visiting. I said, no, remember, I showed you three scriptures the Lord had given me. And you saw it on, you know, him giving those scriptures. Mm -hmm. So we have to be obedient to the Lord. And that was in December of 2012. Mm -hmm. And that's where the Lord has placed me. And it's if I hadn't gone to CCF, I believe that I wouldn't have developed this prophetic ministry mm. the Lord has given mm -hmm. me. Amen. 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 Thank you for taking the time to, to share your testimony. And I do believe that there will be so many people who can relate Amen. to what you shared all the way from your childhood and feeling abandoned yes. and feeling suicidal mm. and making poor decisions yes. in your life. And crying out to the Lord, mm. Lord, if you're real, show me. Yes. And the Lord spoke to you very specifically, mm -hmm. uh, very, very concretely mm. in a way that ministered to you. And while you had ups and downs mm -hmm. and and um, one foot in, one oh. foot in the nightclub, <laughs> as you shared, uh, the Lord didn't give up on you. No. He never leaves us. He never, never forsakes, forsakes us. us. And so uh, praise the Lord. Uh, you're here with me today mm -hmm. um, in the office of prophet or ordained um, by 
by Global Change Network USA, which yes. is affiliated with Colorado Christian Fellowship, yes. uh, your home church, where you threw out a fleece, <laughs> a very specific fleece. Yes. Lord, if, if the man of God preaches these three uh, uh, scriptures, this is our to, home. Yes. And to be obedient. That's kind of this recurring theme, even though you might veer to the left or the right here or there, your heart was to obey. Yes. And um, the Lord planted you somewhere where you could cultivate and develop your prophetic gift. Yes. And so let's back up a little bit Mm -hmm. and talk about uh, prophecy. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many misconceptions about prophecy. There are probably people listening even now who think that's not for our modern times. Mm -hmm. It's Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, What is prophecy in, in a nutshell, as simply as you can state it? Well, prophecy is um, basically the Lord's word, the Lord himself through Christ speaking to man to speak forth his word. Mm. And as he speaks forth his word, like the Lord said to Jeremiah, I am alert and waiting to perform my word. So if people are struggling with prophecy, it's it's really about going to the Lord, testing the spirit, mm-hmm. just because someone comes to you and say, the Lord said you are my husband, or the Lord <laughs> said you are my wife, or the Lord said you should leave, leave this job or move out of state and all that. You really need to take that word and go to the Lord with it and say, Father, is this from you? If it is, give me a confirmation. Mm-hmm. I have had people come to me and say things to me about what the Lord wants to do. And I remember the Lord taught me right in England and said, whenever someone comes to speak to you, make sure you come and check it with me. Mm -hmm. And so so that's a good good piece of advice. Check in with me. Because if you don't check in with me, you are not going to know that this is me speaking. This Mm -hmm. is my spirit speaking. Mm -hmm. So it's really about you, the individual, having a deeper and closer relationship Mm -hmm. with the Lord Mm -hmm. so that no false prophet or teacher or whoever can come to you and speak to you about something that the Lord hasn't even Mm -hmm. given you or spoken to you. And another thing, one of the scriptures that the Lord constantly puts in my spirit is Amos 3 verse 7. Mm-hmm. He said, it, it, it reads that the Lord does nothing without revealing right. it to his prophets first. So clearly, if you are in a deep relationship with the Lord and he has called you into a pro- the pro- prophetic ministry, whether it's as a prophet Whatever fivefold ministry that the Lord has called you, whether you're an apostle, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, a, a, a prophet, the Lord will instruct you. Mm-hmm. He will speak to you. He will direct you. If you truly are his, he will not, not give you what you need to hear in season at the right time mm-hmm. and not provide you with the resources to do it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And uh, seeking confirmation, testing the spirits, because mm-hmm. you, even in your own testimony, and many of us have had this experience <sighs> of a random person mm-hmm. kind of rolling up on us, mm-hmm. in your case, in an elevator, mm-hmm. and giving us a word supposedly yes. from the Lord. Yes. And I say supposedly mm-hmm. because we should approach it, as you say, with that level of skepticism. Amen. I'm going to bring it to the Lord for yes. confirmation, and he will confirm ah. his word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. And so um, 
in terms of cultivating and nurturing the prophetic gift, there may mm-hmm. be someone listening. I, I have someone in mind who uh, she's aware already that her son mm-hmm. uh, seems to have a prophetic anointing. And he's he's young, probably maybe eight, nine, ten years old. Okay. And we'll we'll probably have to continue this over into our, our next segment. Okay. But if someone believes they have a prophetic gift or a prophetic anointing, um, or they believe their child has a prophetic gift or anointing, how can they nurture that and cultivate that? I've heard so many stories of adult mm-hmm. people who are prophetic, who because of lack of information mm-hmm. and because of the people around them mm-hmm. it, it, op- operating in fear or ignorance, yes. they were confused yes. by their prophetic gifting. Mm-hmm. They were um, afraid of okay. their prophetic gifting, especially the dreams, mm-hmm. the visions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I want us to talk um, uh, about what we can do to recognize that gift and how to cultivate and nurture the gift. And we only have about a minute left, so we'll continue in our next segment as well. But tell me, tell me what kind of advice would you give a parent? Well, I, I actually thought about (laughs) that. It's the first thing is to become a prayer warrior, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a prayer warrior. You really need to seek the heart of God not pray according to your desire, mm. but say, Father, show me what your heart is concerning myself, my calling or my child. And the Lord will honor that. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the Lord is waiting and seeking people that really want to draw close to him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why he has given his word. In Jeremiah 33, verse 3, he said, call unto me. Mm. And I will show you unsearchable things mm. that you cannot even imagine. Amen. You know, so it's about being prayerful and really seeking the heart of God. Amen. Relent- relentlessly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And again, we, we define uh, prayer and communication as I speak, you listen, mm-hmm. you speak, I listen. And I think more importantly, yes. <laughs> to allow the Lord space to yes. speak. We have mm-hmm. to be still and know he's God. Hallelujah. Hear what he's saying. Yes. Uh, last week's show was about how busy robs our ability oh. to have that stillness and to be able to hear from the Lord. And so once we hear him also, yes. then we have to obey. Amen. My guest is Prophet Pat SM. We'll be right back. This is Denver's all-new 94.7 FM, The Word. Schools can no longer afford not to invest in a professional, evidence-based, advanced safety education training program. It's the single most important decision and investment a school administrator will ever make in their professional career. When all else fails, training and preparation are the only things that will increase your chances of survival in a violent incident, such as an active shooter or active terrorism. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based, advanced training programs tailored to your needs. While there are many basic training programs largely based on opinion and emotion, SSI Guardian is the only advanced training program of its type with an accredited continuing education unit or CEU issued by an accredited university. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training and solutions to learning institutions, faith-based and professional organizations. To learn more, call SSI Guardian today at 877-878-5800 or visit guardianprotect.com. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. If you're confused, 
stuck, or ready for change, go to drpegradio.com and learn more about my book, Do Something Different for a Change, and my Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreats. And if you're ready to write and self-publish your own book, register now for my one-day intensive workshop on nonfiction writing and self-publishing. Go to drpegradio.com. Well, I'm having such a wonderful conversation with my guest today, Patricia Assem, Pat Assem, and she's an ordained prophet through Global Change Network USA. And we're talking about how to ne- develop and nurture the prophetic, especially in our children, uh, and certainly for adults who believe they have a prophetic gifting that maybe they haven't previously understood what was going on with these visions and these dreams and God giving a heart for for them to, to speak his word and his desires. And that's really how you're defining the prophetic is mm-hmm. being a mouthpiece for the Lord in the mm-hmm. earth. And so you, you talked about the importance of prayer mm-hmm. and listening to the heart of God and speaking what his heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to add that being a, <clears throat> excuse me, being a godly parent, you have to lead by example mm. because your children will watch you. Mm-hmm. We'll watch how you treat people, how you spend time with the Lord, um, and and they will just look at the kind of friends you have mm. and just basically how you make decisions. Do you just get up and make decisions or do you pray about it and wait on the Lord? Mm-hmm. So it's really, really important how you um, commit yourself to the Lord and, and live it, practice it, mm. be it not just be a listener of the word, but be a doer of mm-hmm, the word mm-hmm. so that the Lord can be glorified in every area of Amen. your life and, and that, your children's lives. That's just lives. good advice for parenting in yes. general, whether your child yes. is leaning towards yes. the prophetic or not. Amen. 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 Well, let's, let's talk, Pat, in this last segment about what the Lord has been emphasizing in this season for the local body yes. of Christ. Mm-hmm. Here in Denver, Colorado, and we have listeners around the country, potentially even around the world. What is the Lord what's on the Lord's heart as far as um what you've been receiving in your prayer time with the Lord? Yes, I have had the opportunity to share this message with um congregation at Colorado Christian Fellowship. And what the Lord has been impressing in my spirit for all believers and those who are yet to receive the free gift of salvation in Christ Jesus is to be ready. Mm, amen. Ready to and be ready and study his word. Jesus is the word of God. Um, the Lord has said we should look at the relationship that Jesus had with his father and, and imitate that example. Um, Jesus rose early. He spent time with his father. He wanted to know the heart of his father. Being busy can can draw us away from the things that the Lord wants for us. So we need to be very careful. So Having time, spending time aside every day, mm-hmm. whatever your schedule is, it doesn't matter. Just have that quiet time between you and the Lord yes. so that you will be able to know what the Lord wants for you and desire for Amen. you. Amen. And let me interject there because you just gave us the advice to test the spirits, bring mm-hmm. that word to the Lord, look Amen. for confirmation. That is exactly what the Lord has been ministering to me Amen. personally in this season mm. is the importance of his word. And the importance of meditating Mm. on his word day and night. Yes. And the importance of uh, declaring Mm. and speaking his word in concerning his desires and concerning the 
issues of my life. Yes. And so I'm, I'm confirming that <laughs> word that you're sharing, and I'm, I'm sure there's so many listening now who can say the same thing. I am so excited to mm-hmm. hear that. Um, the other thing also the Lord has been pressing in my heart is to be alert. Mm. He said, I am looking for those who have a desire to hear what mm. my spirit is saying. Amen. And he takes me usually to 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 to 11, where it's listed all the kinds of spiritual gifts. And the, the gifts, obviously, mm. of wisdom, the gift to um, interpret, interpret dreams, the gift to speak in tongues. You know, I mean, you have to read that passage to know the gifts that the Lord is talking about and ask him, Father, what is the gift that you have imparted in me and how do I develop it? Mm. Show me the path to take. Show me the people that are supposed to come in my life to help me develop these gifts. Mm-hmm. It's very important because, like I said, the Lord will not... Um, give you a gift and and not allow you to use it. If you are willing, he will show you Mm -hmm. because his word says he reveals his heart to those who are really hungry and thirsty to know his will and to do his purpose. Mm -hmm. The third thing that the Lord has also been impressing in my heart for, you know, believers and unbelievers who will soon come to Mm -hmm. know him is to be willing. Mm -hmm. He said, when you're ready and alert to the Holy Spirit, you must be willing to go when I call you to mm-hmm. go. To minister and meet the needs of the body of Christ, you must be willing to go when I send you to minister to a dying world, mm. to people in need of love, of hope, of truth, of healing, of repentance, of reconciliation, and of correction. Mm. This is truly how joyful and wonderful that the Lord is, I mean, he, he just desires us to know him and not just know him at the bottom of the mountain, but to come to the, the top of the mountain as Moses did. I mean, if you read the relationship that Moses had with the Lord, that is the kind of relationship that the Lord wants to have with mm. each and every one of his children. We cannot compromise. We cannot um, like pretend that it's not real. It is real. If you are for Christ, there is no way that the Lord would deny you. Mm. And another thing that the Lord has constantly been impressing in my heart that is that this year, 2017, is a year that those who are truly for him are going to be experiencing supernatural, mm. extraordinary blessings heaped upon blessings. Mm. That when you share that testimony, it's going to tickle people's ears. Mm. They, they're going to want to ask you, who is this God that you serve? I want to know him. That's the kind of father that we have. He does not allow our sin to cause us to fall away. He said, look, it is all paid for. Christ shed his blood. You don't have to clean yourself up to come to the Lord. You will be clean when you accept Jesus Mm. as your personal Lord and Savior. He said on the cross, it is finished. And when it is finished, it's completely finished. Now it's up to us to take that step of faith Mm -hmm. and be in the word, live it, eat it, dream it. However way you have to do it, do it. Because the Lord is looking for those who are sincerely hungry Mm -hmm. and thirsty for him and his word. And he will not, never 
let you down. Amen. 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 And that, again, thank you. That that resonates with me in terms of what the Lord has shared on the importance of his word and yes. meditating. And he has told me, consume it mm. <laughs> like I consume food. Mm. And it is the bread of life. And yes. so everything that you're saying, be ready, be mm. alert, yes. be willing, willing to obey. Yes. And God is supernaturally blessing and Amen. promoting and bringing success. And and um, I, I like Andrew Womack, and um, I've heard him say uh, that faith is our response to what the Lord has already done. Amen. And so Amen. We, we have faith. Uh, not not to move God, mm. but faith is our response to yes. what we've already received from God through yes. salvation, through the atonement. We already are blessed. We yes. already are prosperous. Amen. We already are healthy. Yes. And faith is our response. We work out our salvation. Uh, we're 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 moving barriers out of the way to receive what we already mm. have, what he's already given us. Yes. And our obedience um, moves that process. But Dr. Peg, mm-hmm. I wanted to also add um, just quickly, mm-hmm. um, one thing Holy Spirit revealed to me was, Pat, when you go off during the day without spending time with me, mm. it's like you going off and not breathing. Mm. And I said, okay, what, what he said, okay, just hold your breath, <laughs> hold your breath and see how long you can survive without <laughs> breathing. And I knew that I couldn't. So he said, just remember my word is like the oxygen mm. that you all breathe. If you need it, it's there and you need it because without my word, you will all perish Mm -hmm. and that was such a powerful lesson for me so for me the lord wakes me up at any time of the early hours of the morning even whatever i'm doing at one point he would say okay you see that car on that freeway i want you to pray for that driver Mm. you don't have to know people to pray for them the lord will prompt you to pray for others Mm -hmm. as you focus on the needs of others the lord will then meet your needs Mm -hmm. amen 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 Amen. god bless you (laughs) god bless that word um, listeners, this is an unusual show for us today. I'm, I'm blessed by my guest, uh, Patricia uh, Pat Assem, mm-hmm. and she's an ordained prophet with Global Change Network USA, affiliated with Colorado Christian Fellowship, our home church. We're both members there. Mm-hmm. Pat is my sister in Christ and my, mm-hmm. my sister in my family mm-hmm. at Colorado Christian Fellowship. And um, she's just sharing from her heart today what the <laughs> Lord is saying Another thing the Lord has been saying to me personally is about the importance and power of our praise. Amen. And so I praise the Lord today for you Thank and you. for you spending time here with us today and Amen. sharing, um, being, as you say, the mouth, a mouthpiece for the Lord. What's Amen. on the Lord's heart. Uh, Pat SM, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Dr. Peg, for having me. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, listeners, um, you can uh, share this interview with someone that you think needs to be encouraged by Pat's testimony. Um, my program archives are on my website, drpegradio.com. You can also go there to learn more about our sponsor, to learn more about my books, and to learn more about my upcoming events and retreats, including my nonfiction writing and self-publishing workshop. My guest today has been Patricia Assem, and I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, reminding you to live well.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, brought to you every week by SSI Guardian. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat, visit drpegradio.com. You can also purchase Dr. Peg's books, Do Something Different for a Change, and Doggy Tales, Lessons on Life, Love, and Loss I Learned from My Dog, online at drpegradio.com. And remember to join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 94.7 The Word FM for Living Well with Dr. Peg. Living well.